You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. Well, much like the uh, Denver Nuggets did the Miami Heat, I'm about to knock out my co <laughs> Okay, dude. <laughs> All right. I was wondering I'm what was going to happen, huh? I'm about to put my boy on the mat. Welcome back to hour number two of Tapped Out. The segment is called You Gonna Fight Me. I make a statement, and Brendan decides if he's man enough to fight me. Let's actually start. I know I'm having fun like I always do, but kind of some serious stuff going on, as always, with Conor McGregor. We'll get into the bathroom stuff. Let's start with the mascot stuff. You were in the house for the game. Dana White's comment on it was essentially, if you play dumb games, you win dumb prizes, right? Like, if you have Conor McGregor go out there and fight a mascot, he's probably going to hurt said mascot. Are you going to fight me if I say, I agree with Dana? Uh, look, for the most part, I do agree with all parties involved. I, but, like, it's – I think the question should be, like, hey, when once a professional fighter hits a guy in a cartoon costume, does he really need an extra strike on the ground? Like, that is really the question at large here. Like, obviously, he's got to take the – Yeah, obviously, he has to take the one punch. Does he have to take the hardwood shot is the question. The canvas shot, does Connor have to add that? That to me is the uh, the big question, but uh, I mean, listen. Supposedly the guy's fine, uh, which is great to hear. He would have been ready for a game six, but as you so uh, gratefully pointed out, it was not needed. Top hats and monocles for the Nuggets. I'm glad to hear that he would have been ready for game six. You were there when it happened live. Were you thinking the same way that I was the first time I saw it? Like, damn, he kind of hit that guy hard both times. Burn. Uh, I was the I mask, dude. A lot. Guy, a lot. A lot of stuff was going through my head. One, my first initial thought was, wow, this is a terrible idea. This is the worst part of the game right now. It's a 10-0 Nuggets run. And the crowd was booing every other word that Connor had to say as soon as he got on the microphone. Then on top of it, you just knocked out the mascot cold and made all the children sad. So, yeah. But when I, you know, when I took footage of it, I was like, wow, he really got it on that second shot really hard to the mouth of the mascot which is the face of the human anyway we move on um sean o'malley says that he'll finish aljamain sterling you gonna fight me if i say somebody's getting finished in that fight um i i would say i could still see aljo winning it by decision i'd have a hard time imagining sugar sean o'malley winning a decision although it's not impossible i mean like you could see something in the elk of like a Leon versus uh, Kamar Usman three, that that would be the case. But I would think that, yeah, I think that if you're O'Malley, you want to try and finish that because 
as you've seen with Aljo, he's a tough guy to score. He seems to have a lot of controversy that surrounds his fights. If I am Sean O'Malley, I'm probably thinking to myself, I don't want this to go to the judges because um, he knows how if he could be. Look at his last fight with Jan. Like it was, he got the popular, he got the the good nod, but it could have certainly gone the either way. So if I am Sean O'Malley, I'm looking to get that finish. He's had some weird finishes. Like he just he's had some weird fights in his young career. The way that the fights have finished. Think about when he broke his foot and then ultimately ended up winning that fight. That was the I F and love you Joe Rogan interview. Think about his fight versus Moutinho, where the guy was like, didn't even know he was going to be fighting him. Nobody had ever heard of the guy. And it took until like a minute left in the fight. He's had some weird ones. You mentioned the Jan fight, where I think most people thought Piotr Jan probably got the best of him. And at the end, O'Malley gets his hand raised. So he's good. He's fun to watch. He's fighting for the belt, but he's definitely, he's got a lot of questions to answer. Um, We've talked a lot about Henry Cejudo here. You're going to fight me if I say he should have just stayed retired? Dude, I'm not going to fight you on that, to be honest with you. No, I'm kind of like, you know, good for him that he came back and fought Aljo again. But I don't know. That fight really didn't do much for me. I thought it was a pretty boring fight. Um, Super boring. And, yeah, and I'm not that into you tell me, what. oh, Triple C is, you know, fighting Marab next. I'm like, okay. But so now he's fighting... He's fighting his friend to what? Go back and fight him? I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not that into to, to the Henry Cejudo comeback story. I almost think like Henry Cejudo's career weirdly ended the right way. Like he had this weird claim that he was the best combat combat athlete ever. Yeah. And you're like, eh, all right, that's kind of a weird thing <laughs> to say, but you know what? Sure, he's gone. And then like it just felt like he was gone a little too long for me to realize like I didn't miss him that much this is uh, uh this division's been kind of fire and I don't know you know it's it, it's one of those weird timing things I just I haven't I haven't sunk my teeth into the triple c second chapter yet I'm just not that into it I'm not into it either uh Amanda Nunez the goat retired last week after a dominant performance against Irena Aldana are you gonna fight me if I say I think she's done like done done I don't think she ever comes back uh Aldana or Amanda? Or Amanda. Amanda. Oh Amanda. Um Yeah, I think the only way she comes back is if it's like something weird. Like she gets to go box Clarissa Shields or something like that. But it, but but done in the UFC, I think she's done. But I could definitely see like she's done so good by the UFC, especially if like we're getting into this whole boxing uh hybrid, whatever the hell Dana wants to convince us in. I could see her fighting Clarissa Shields. There's, they've kind of uh, circled the wagons on each other. Uh, that was kind of uh, Clarissa Shields' whole point of going to the PFL. It seemed like she wanted to get ready for an Amanda Nunes fight. So I, I could see something like that. But other than uh, other than that, I, I think she's done done. So if you missed the first hour, I don't know where you were. It was great. But I ruffled Brendan's feathers when I talked about John Jones facing off with Francis Ngannou at PFL last night. He oh. said he hated it and it annoyed him and it's not going anywhere. So all that being said, if we actually did get a John versus Ngannou fight, I know I'm making you mad just saying that because we're not going to. I think it's a pick em. I don't really think there's a favorite in the fight. You going to fight me on that? Yeah, no, I think John's the favorite. I think I think John's the favorite. And if you told me it was Pickham, I think I'd bet even more money on John. Like the better the odds you can give me on John Jones, the more I'd be into betting on John Jones. And I don't say that as somebody 
uh, who is disrespectful of Francis. I just think John's the best to ever do it. And I, and I think that he'll handle the skills just fine against Francis Ngannou. Um, he's the best neutralizer there ever is in the octagon. And the other thing is like a super motivated John Jones is the most motivated John Jones. I honestly think that yeah. if you told me he was against uh, Pavlovich, I think it's almost a more dangerous fight for John Jones because I feel like he'd be less motivated for the fight. But if you made that pick him, I'd throw as much money as I could at John Jones because I, I would never imagine I get John Jones at like in, in that for a fight of that stakes with that good of uh, money. He's the best, dude. It does suck that we're probably just talking about something that's never going to happen, right? Like if you really think about yeah, it, yeah. And you want to know what makes it, and you want to know what makes it suck even more? These two facing off with each other at an event, trying to tease <laughs> us even more. It's like, whoa, well, like, like what? Yeah, what? What else are you gonna do? You, you're gonna, you're gonna like, you know, flex a little bit. Like, stop being a. You guys are being a couple of show ponies out here, doing more promotion for a fight. When you guys were under the same banner two years ago. Like, what the hell? Oh, way to go. You riled up the dogs. It's only because we never got to see that fight. Like, when it comes to Nate versus Connor 3, okay, if we never get it again, whatever. There have been some other talks like um, John Jones versus DC3. And it sucks. We never got a chance to see that, but whatever. In the case of Nganu versus John, we never even got that once. I think that's just going to make it so painful. At least... And we can cross those sports here a little bit, like with Pacquiao Mayweather. Yeah, it was too late, but at least we got it right. Like I don't think this 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 is the one. I think this is the the the, the, the what do they call? It? This is our white whale. To your to to your point, we'll cross over boxing for a second, right? This week they started the promotion of Terrence uh, Crawford versus Errol Spence, and there was a lot of chatter amongst boxing pundits, which I thought was stupid. That oh, this was too late for these guys. They blew it, and no, they didn't. It, they finally got it done. It was annoying that maybe it took an extra year than it probably should have. But those guys started promoting their fight this week. And, man, it was fireworks. I mean, probably the most charismatic we've seen those two. Great banter between both of them. I can't wait. I think it's a great matchup of skills. We're finally going to get it in a month. So, but they had, the, the, you know what? They finally got down into business. Now it's like we have John and we have... Francis Ngannou, and they've never been further away from making this fight happen. Francis just signed with the PFL. John just signed an extension with the UFC. And these guys have never been with each other more promoting a fight that... I I think this is what annoys me about it, Sean. They know they're just doing this for clicks and headlines for each other. Like, which, okay, good. These fighters can get attention. But it's not like these fighters don't get attention anyway. We're not talking about two guys that don't get the headlines. So it's like enough already. You don't get to use me for your uh, attention, your clickbait, for your fake little face-off at the PFL. And to your point about the microphone, if my microphone doesn't sound good for the two hours that I do this show, our big boss, Andrew, calls me right after the show and he tells me, fix your microphone. How could they have these two guys squaring off, having like a full-blown conversation? It lasted for three full minutes, and I'm not even exactly sure what either guy said. Like, it's almost like... The UFC needs to go, see, that's the difference. If this happened at one of our events, dude, this thing is all angles, cameras. We hear absolutely every single word of it. The fact that it was at a PFL event, like, they can't get a can't Like, as far as you know, what was said between these guys? I, I heard that John was like, I'm the king. I'm always going to be the king. Um, and then, like, he goes, you know, oh, if you took me on, do you know how to – he's like, you're going to need to know how to wrestle. 
You're going to need to know jujitsu. It was very corny stuff from John Jones and very respectful stuff from Francis Ngannou. And you know, all I just kept thinking about it when I was watching these two was a lot of words for we're not going to fight. So who gives a rat's ass? (laughs) Uh, Two guys are going to fight. Nate Diaz and Jake Paul. Coming up, what, we're less than two months away, August 5th. You're going to fight me if I say, I'm surprised there's not a little bit more hype for this thing. I haven't heard anything about it except for us talking about it every now and again. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to fight you. Like, who cares about this? This is another one. It's like, you know, Jake Paul fighting an old MMA fighter. Like, how many times can we run through this? The only way this is ever becoming interesting is if Jake Paul gets knocked the bleep out. All right? And, yeah. you know, I, I just... Other than that, like, what is the... We've seen him lose. We've seen him in boring fights. We've seen him knock out somebody cold. You know, we, we've seen controversy in the city. We've been through the ringer of Jake Paul versus old MMA guys. Here's the facts of it. He's not quite embarrassingly bad as we all thought, but he's also not that good to make it interesting. So unless Nate's going to go in there and completely obliterate him, I really don't know what people are looking forward to in this i hope it doesn't happen but if he was to knock out nate i think it would be the same whoa moment as when he knocked out nate robinson ben askren tyron woodley like those are some highlight ko's if he did that to nate that wouldn't at least make you go dang and if nate did that to him i think everybody's going to be talking about it so fine you don't pay attention to it like everybody else um speaking of corny the bmf belt is back on the line justin versus dustin you're gonna fight me if i say they got this one right if they're going to continue with the BMF belt, those are the guys to fight for it. They are the guys to fight for it. I want, though, the BMF belt to have some lineage. Like, I know Islam came out this week, and he said that's a, bite, a belt for bums. He said for people who never can win the title. I, I don't want that to be the case. I think that there, it would be cool if this was if there was a double belt on the line every once in a while, if we could just bring it along. I, I don't think that this needs to be a one-night thing and then, it just goes off. I think that it would be great if uh, whoever, Dustin or Justin, who, yeah, I don't know who you could get better for those guys to fight for the belt, but I think it's uh, I think it's a great call, and I hope that whoever goes to their next fight, they defend it. I think it, I think it should be defended. The only guys, like, off the top of my head, when you think of BMF, Nate, obviously, Mazadal, they already fought for it, Dustin and Justin, Connor, back when he was really Connor McGregor, not the cartoon character that he's turned into. More on him coming up in our news segment on the other side. Max Holloway, certainly always in the BMF conversation. Um, I don't know if you caught any of Bellator last night or any of PFL, but if those two merged, I know mergers are kind of the topic these days with LIV and the PGA Tour and all that. I think that's how they could rival the UFC. Like, I enjoyed what I saw last night enough combined from both of them as much as I do a UFC pay-per-view event. You're going to fight me if I say maybe they should think about combining forces. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting to hear Scott Coker this week say that PFL is in the run to buy him. I think as we've heard uh, Sean O'Connell a couple times on this show, the voice of the PFL, and that guy's, you know, been there since the ground up with, uh, with that company. You know, they have some they have some big lofty goals. That's why they go out and get a Francis Ngannou. They don't do it for nothing. Um, it, so, yeah, I think that it w- you'd get a lot of great prospects. You know, you put an A.J. McKee uh, on ESPN. You put, a, you know, uh, an Aaron Pico. You put some of their guys, the Pitbull brothers, Sergio Pettis, you know, some of these great names that they have. Um, yeah, th- I think that's great. Just to give them the platform of a, of a bigger market than just on Showtime on a Friday night. 
which could be a you know could be a rough watch for for some people. So I think I think it would help both parties for sure. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of Sergio Pettis, good night for him last night. Speaking of Patricio Pitbull, uh, not so much. We'll talk about that coming up on the other side. Tiafimo Lopez wins and then retires? Come on now. You're locked into the BetQL Network. 